0: Welcome to Women Wanting Women, where we explore topics that matter to women like us. We talk about being a woman, attracting women, and becoming more powerful women by developing more self-confidence and always reaching for the next level in our self-actualization. I'm your hostess, lesbian love coach Jordana Michelle. And if you're interested in finally finding the woman of your dreams, So you can be best friends who learn and grow together, share dreams together, have adventures together, and share passionate intimacy together? Then also check out my website, womenwantingwomen.com, because it's packed with free resources that can help you. For example, there are free quizzes you can take, including one that will tell you what might be standing in your way of finding love and another that will tell you what qualities the woman of your dreams will find most attractive about you when you meet her. There are free video tutorials you can watch that explain why women do the things they do and how you can navigate the frustrating world of lesbian dating with confidence, even if you're feeling lonely and desperate. There are free guides you can download to learn the secrets of how to avoid rejection, heal from heartbreak and find epic lesbian love And there's a free matchmaking survey you can fill out in case I already know the woman of your dreams. All of that is available now on womenwantingwomen.com. And if you want lesbian dating advice from me more often, follow me on Instagram at jordana.michelle. But before we go any further, let me tell you a story about the most socially awkward and embarrassing thing I ever did at a lesbian event. This was back in around 2011 or 2012 when I was still with Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn is my one ex who I'm still really close with. Close enough that we text each other pretty much every day. She's a surgeon and back when this story happened, we weren't living in the same city because I was in New York and she was in residency in DC. So most of the time when I was going out for the evening in New York City back then, I was going out without her. And for some reason back then, almost any time I went out to a lesbian event, I would see this one person who I would think at first is Gwendolyn, but then I'd realize it's not her. Because they were the same height and had the same long red hair, which is really distinctive, and they had a similar enough face that this woman would catch my eye and I'd react as if it was my girlfriend. But then her features would come more into focus, and I'd realize it's not Gwendolyn at all, and I'd accidentally make this weird disapproving face, and then I'd realize I was being rude, and I'd run away as fast as I could. It happened on more evenings than I can count, including one time when I was out with my friend Jane. And since Jane knew Gwendolyn, I told her what was going on, how I kept on nearly mistaking that woman over there for Gwendolyn, and going in her direction, and then making a face and running away. And when I told her that story, Jane said, I've met that woman before. She's a clown, like a professional clown. And I said, she is? And Jane said, yeah, that's what she told me she does. Anyway, we moved on with our conversation, but that revelation about Gwendolyn's lookalike being a clown came back to me later that evening while I was falling asleep. And I had this awesome idea that for Gwendolyn's next birthday party, it would be really cool to hire that woman and have her show up dressed as Gwendolyn for the party, wearing surgical scrubs and a stethoscope. So that was my plan, and I was very excited to execute it. And even though Gwendolyn's birthday was half a year away, I decided I was gonna work it out with this clown woman and get her information so we can get the ball rolling. And so the next time I saw her, I walked over with a big, dumb smile on my face, and I said, hi, I heard you're a clown. And the woman just looked at me blankly and said, what do you mean? Which I wasn't expecting. So I said, are you a professional clown? And she said, why would you think that? And I can tell she wasn't messing with me. I could tell that Jane had been wrong. That whomever it was that she met that made a living as a professional clown was not the same person as the Gwendolyn lookalike. And I could tell she was legitimately offended by what I had said. So I kind of stammered, but then I explained, my friend said she knows you and that you told her you're a professional clown. (laughs) And she said, why would someone say that? And at that point, I simply didn't know what to do. It was so awkward that I literally ran away, dying of embarrassment, shrieking at the top of my lungs with hysterical laughter. Thankfully, I don't remember ever seeing that woman again after this happened. Probably she was avoiding me, and if so, I'm grateful. It was just the most awful social interaction of my entire life. In conclusion, there is no moral to the story. I don't know that I learned anything from this experience, but if you're listening, you can take solace in the fact that probably nothing you ever say to another lesbian will ever be more absurd than what I said that night to Gwendolyn's look-alike. Amanda, my fiancé, is not jealous of Gwendolyn. And that's really good because she has no reason to be. The only thing Gwendolyn and I share, other than some history, is a supportive, encouraging, caring friendship. And Amanda also has an ex like this. They're not in touch quite as often as I am with Gwendolyn, but I know she's an important friend to Amanda. And she's not a threat to me. In fact, she was really helpful when I first met Amanda. When Amanda and I first matched on the app, before we even met, Amanda's ex said she already knew that of all the women Amanda had matched with, I was going to be the one. And using just my first name and the pictures from the app, she managed to figure out who I was, and she found links to my podcast and sent them to Amanda so she can listen to them before messaging me. And thanks to her, that really worked in my favor because Amanda said that hearing me speak on the podcast gave her a good feeling about me. And when she messaged me, she told me she had listened to some episodes and that she thought it was cool which showed me that she was serious and worth taking seriously. And it also showed me she was confident enough to be vulnerable and open about the time she had already invested in getting to know me. Now, I'm sure we still would have ended up together, even if her ex hadn't been a part of the story. But Amanda's friendship with her has been only helpful, 0% harmful in terms of our relationship with each other. Gay people of all genders tend to be more likely to have a close relationship with an ex compared to straight people. And that's not always a bad thing. Relationships with exes can be as wholesome as my friendship with Gwendolyn and Amanda's friendship with her ex. But not all exes can be trusted. Some exes have lingering feelings and are manipulative. And sometimes, if the couple didn't do a complete enough job of separating, they can continue to be enmeshed or codependent even after the breakup. And if you're dating someone who has that kind of ex in her life, it's very likely gonna be a toxic threat to your relationship. So I made two videos about this for my YouTube channel. One of them talks about red flags you can look out for if the woman you love has an ex that she's still close with. And another one, an older video from 2019 that talks about how sometimes having an ex as a best friend can be like family and provide a solid source of comfort and support. I received lots of great comments in response to the videos. One person said, my partner let her ex spend the night whenever she wanted to, but wouldn't extend the same offer to me, probably because she wanted to make sure nobody else was spending the night in case the ex wanted to. Yikes, that's definitely a red flag. I'm sorry that happened to her, and I hope this woman was able to move on from that partner and find someone else to make her happy. Another comment said, I don't look at exes as friends because they betrayed me. And I understand why a person would feel this way, because once we feel we've been betrayed, it's very hard to trust that person again. But it is possible for a relationship to end without betrayal. Lots of relationships end without cheating or lying or mistreatment. And those breakups are still hard. It's very painful to be broken up with when we don't want a relationship to end. But someone merely leaving us doesn't make it a betrayal. Eventually, you move on. And in time, you find new love. And after a while, You stop feeling possessive or jealous over women you dated in the past, even if they were the ones to break up with you. And if you had an ex that didn't betray you and you didn't really do anything bad to each other other than falling out of love and arguing the way couples do, then there's no reason why those people wouldn't be able to have a great friendship once they've separated, gotten over each other, and moved on to other relationships. Okay, so continuing on with the comments, someone else said, yeah, I'm not dating someone who still wants to hang with her ex. And the only thing I'll say to that is, if you're not going to give someone a chance just because she wants to hang with her ex, then your dating pool is going to be even smaller than the lesbian dating pool already is. Given how many of us do have friends we once dated, If you're like, no, I'm never going to date any of you, then you're going to needlessly close yourself off to a huge percentage of the available women in our community. The last thing I have to say about this is friendship is important. People today are lonelier than ever. If there's a person in this world who cares enough to reach out to you and ask how you're doing and asks about the things that matter to you and the people you love, and responds when you reach out and listens when you get frustrated with work or family stuff. Someone who will cheer when you succeed and be there to take your side when things go sideways. That's a really precious thing that should be treasured. It obviously doesn't count if she's simultaneously jealous over you and sabotaging every relationship you get into. But not all exes do that. And that's why it's good to consider every situation in context and avoid making hard rules that might close you off to what could otherwise benefit your life in really beautiful ways. At the end of the day, it all comes down to fear. When we feel jealous and afraid, it's because we don't wanna be abandoned or lose our partner. But fears are lies. There is no broken heart you can't heal from. And no woman rejecting you in the past will ever be able to keep you from connecting with other women in the future who are just as attracted to you as you are to them. This world is full of queer women who are looking for the same thing you are who would be a great match for you if you ever meet. And if you happen to find one who's still best friends with her ex, I recommend that you try and keep an open mind about it. Now, I want to hear from you. Do you like this podcast format of me talking solo, sharing my stories and ideas? If so, then email me at jordana at womenwantingwomen.com and let me know you want more episodes like these and tell me what other topics you want me to talk about. And if you're new to Women Wanting Women... I want to tell you that there are tons of free dating advice videos and resources on my website that help explain why women do the things they do and that give you practical advice for building your confidence, avoiding rejection, healing from heartbreak, and finding the love you long for. And if you haven't already done so, open up your podcast app and subscribe to Women Wanting Women right now. And while you're there... Leave a review and share it with any of your queer friends who are single and frustrated with lesbian dating. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, keep remembering that hot lesbians are everywhere, that love is real, and that if you're not already in an amazing relationship, someone will be showing up in your life to share that with you in absolutely perfect timing. And I'll catch you next time on Women Wanting Women.